Edgy T-Saw, episode 14. Hey everybody, how's it going? How was your summer? Um, welcome back, or us back, the second part of welcome back. Uh, I am Scott, and this is... Scott Duarte, welcome. So thanks for coming back and listening to us again. Um, before we get any further, I want to get and hit one more thing, hit one thing from uh, the show that we did last week. Um, the second life recommendation to go check it out uh, that I made, I got to take that back. Why? What what happened since last week? Well, um, this last week there was a, a hacker break in to this to the data security, the storage for Second Life. They got user email, uh, let's see, usernames, passwords, and possibly access to the encrypted database that holds the the credit card. Now, didn't we say Second Life was free though? So why would they it have? It is free. Uh, credit card information um but in order to maintain the free account so that they know you're a real person they ask for a credit card and um so that uh has caused some issues um we don't know if they they don't know if the credit card information has been um uh, compromised in any way maybe it was maybe it wasn't and so um for the time being uh i don't recommend you to use Second Life for school. Uh, if you want to do it personally, you know, whatever. Just uh, Google it and, and check out the news on it to see if they've uh, remedied the situation. Yeah, they, they reset all the passwords, um, so everybody's got to re-log in with a new, and reset their password and stuff like that. And Linden Labs is very good about it. They found out about it on, it happened on the 6th. They told us on the 8th. Um, so it's not, that's not a bad turnaround. But it still happens, so you got to make your own choice. Um, uh, if you go to secondlife.com, there is a uh, posting from Linden Labs, and that tells you exactly what's going on. So, all right, there's that. Um, we have a special uh, thing today. All right, it, it's not one special guest; it's two, two for the price of one. Woo-hoo. It's your lucky week, Yay. listeners. Uh, this week we are going to be going into. New teachers coming into a program. Yep. Uh, what problems they have, what um, they're looking for, what their expectations are, and so forth. So when you, um, if you're in grad school and going out for the job market, what uh, kind of warnings and, and things that you can look for, and if you're just changing jobs. Yep. So our two special guests, professors, Mary Hillis and Professor... Debbie Kane. So first we're going to start with a brief uh, biography starting from when they were school children to uh, present day in under 30 seconds. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so we'll, we'll, let, uh, we'll let them introduce themselves to you. So let's start with uh, Mary. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, my name is Mary Hillis and I'm from Ohio. And I did my BA at Muskingum College, and I majored in French. And then um, I have a master's in um, TESOL from Bowling Green State University. And I've worked both as a ESL teacher and also an English composition teacher. So I've taught both native and non-native speakers. Um, this is my first semester 
um, here starting a new job. So I hope I have something to contribute to your discussion. First time overseas? <laughs> no, uh -um. I worked in Nagoya for two years. I worked at um, Nagoya University of Foreign Studies and also Nunoike Gaigo Sen Mangako. Cool. Say that three times really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks. And we also have Debbie King. My name is Debbie. I am from the United States, the state of Minnesota. This is my 12th year teaching ESL, EFL. Um, my undergrad I got in Minnesota, and my master's is in reading and TESOL, and I got that in the state of Nebraska. Uh, this is my 12th, did I say that? 12th year teaching ESL and bounced around the globe until coming here to Japan. And, and as Mary said, the same situation as Mary, we entered this program together about two weeks ago. So we're still learning the ropes. Mm. Bounced around the globe in what capacity? Just traveling or working oh, or? Teaching, teaching. So three years was spent in Eastern Europe, Czech Republic and Hungary, and three years in Japan. All right, so. Where in Japan? Saitama, Saitama Ken. Cool. So both of y'all are experienced in getting jobs overseas and the hassles and joys that come with that. Mm, that's right. So did either of you come from a different place in Japan to here or you went back home no. first and then came back? From the States, yeah, to here. Both. Me too, in my case, went back home to the States five years and now I'm back here in Japan. So. Okay, so let's start with Mary. Mm -hmm. uh, since it'll be great because you've, you've been to Japan before at a different university, so when you went to that university and you went to this university, uh, started out, uh, compare and contrast them. Well, I noticed a lot of things are similar. Um, so I think that is going to help me a lot in this new job because I've been in kind of a similar situation at a similar type of institution. So um, from simple things like the um, the coffee machines, knowing how to read <laughs> the, the things on the coffee Always machines, okay, it was very helpful. And um, I haven't met the students yet, but I'm kind of curious to see if they'll be around the same levels or things of that nature. Um, it's a lot different though because my p new position here is a full-time one whereas previously I was working part-time so the amount of I guess training and support I had for that position was a lot less just because of being a part-timer so so far here I received a lot more information about my job and my classes and things that I'll be expected to do and I think you know that that's pretty normal it's to be expected what, what kind of information have you received about the job well, um, we received uh, the faculty handbook and we had some orientation meetings where we went over the information contained in the handbook. So, um, and we got some course descriptions and some communication with the uh, former teachers to help us out. All right. Here's have you, the found, the, have you found the same thing? Let's, let's do the okay. same talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and in addition to what Mary said, we also had like a three-day introduction session where we were taken on mm -hmm. mini tours throughout the campus and mm -hmm. it was brief it was surface but it did give us a nice overview of what goes on here mm -hmm. and then our colleagues here have been really approachable so I, both of you included as far as <laughs> <laughs> we've been at least my I have been knocking on doors and bothering people with my own questions and so on so mm -hmm. that's been a big help 
Well, Debbie, why don't you compare uh, coming into this program and to, um, to maybe the programs in Budapest and Czech Republic and other parts of the world? Was okay. it um, more information, less information? Were you more hesitant here or things okay. to that nature? Well, comparing it to, for example, uh, Hungary and the Czech Republic, it was a different situation there because I was the only native speaker of English in those programs. So it was just me on my own. And um, any questions I had, I had to really search for answers and um, had to do a lot of legwork in that area. On the, same, uh, on the other hand, I had to, it was, uh, I was my own boss and I could create my own mini program within the big program there, whereas here things seems like precedents have already been set and so on. So what do you mean? Um, just being in a hallway surrounded by teachers in the same situation, we kind of have been watching all of you and <laughs> seeing how you do it. And even though we have been re hearing the mantra of it's your own thing, do your own thing, it is nice to see what everyone else has been setting up and so we're not completely in the dark as far as what's expected of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. You got a question? No. Nope. All right, I do. <laughs> um, do you feel all the information has been adequate? that has been given you to prepare you for your position here at this university? Coming in. As, as a new teacher. Now, now, dear listeners, um, these new teachers, these new professors have it harder because they are coming in mid-semester. Mid they're replacing uh, departing professors who have already set up a class. And true, um, it is now Mary's class and Debbie's class, per se, but the, the students might be looking for more of the old right. Um, right. and less receptive to change in their pre-existing uh, course. So that is a little more difficult, I think. Than coming in at the beginning, the, the fresh at the beginning of a year, yeah. Exactly. So, but where, you're, where you are now, do you feel adequate, adequately prepared by the teachers, by administration, or whatever, um, for the semester starting Tuesday. <laughs> and you can be honest. Well, I think my case is a little bit different, maybe, from Debbie's. In what way? In being that, no, in being that my class, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not just taking over <laughs> for another teacher. I'm taking over for a teacher who had already taken over for a teacher. So I'm actually the third teacher that the students will encounter in this oh, academic yeah. year. Mm -hmm. So we won't go into the details yeah. on yeah. that one. So podcast all by itself. Next week's topic. So for example, I mean, I have the unique opportunity. I can talk to some one in person who has been teaching that class, talk to them about the students and exactly what they've been doing, you know? And so I think, um, I mean, obviously I haven't been in the class, I haven't met the students, but without doing that, I mean, I can't do that. So beyond that, I think I can't really ask for much more yeah. information. You're all the classes of the... the mm -hmm. okay, yeah. So that's right. You have all three teachers yeah. to ask. They're yeah. still here. They're still here. I can ask them. They can give me information if I'm thinking of questions about grades or anything. Yeah, they're available to me. So I feel, you know, I have a lot of information, and if I need more, I can get it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's different, you know, yeah. from your situation, a little Debbie. <laughs> yeah, or... and rare. It seems rare. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's yeah. the norm. But mm -mm. 
I think our, you know, our training session, the half a week training session where we met for a couple hours a day right after arriving here in this city um, was very brief. And it was just that. It was just an overview. But I think all of us felt, feel safe enough going up mm-hmm. when we have additional questions to go up to individuals who can help us and um, and attack them with whatever concerns we might have. Although um, we had the initial training in period, now that we're getting more settled, whatever that means, mm-hmm. it might be useful just to have one. It m- would have been useful just to have one more. Yeah. Now that we're able to, we have been able to digest all the information mm-hmm. that was bombarded at, in our direction. Yeah, um, now that, now that, you know now that we know what's ask. going on, yeah. exactly, because at that time we were struggling with jet lag to begin with, mm-hmm. and just we were still learning the campus layout, and and on top of those two difficulties, we were receiving all this information and being introduced to all these people with Japanese names and right, things right, like right. that. And now it would be nice two weeks on or three weeks on to mm-hmm. maybe have one more mm-hmm. covering what. Just um, just logistics and procedures. How you know, just another tour and how to use the copy room. Where do we go and for this need and and do we have a right to ask for this? Is it something we take care of our our own and things like that. Mm. For me, I think it would be helpful to have something really like more course specific because now that I'm getting into planning, like every day of the mm-hmm. course, I'm kind of wondering more in detail about what is the course actually doing what's yeah. his purpose and what are other teachers doing what have they That's been doing a in the good past point and i've mm-hmm. been in the dark about that as well and i know you I one of too. our yeah <laughs> even I'm now still in the dark. <laughs> you're still wondering okay we won't go to ask you for help I... like, what, what do you mean dark is there something else <laughs> we're, we're teaching what? isn't that norm <laughs> right my strategy my strategy has been to go and just find individual teachers who seem you know, perceptive and, and um, helpful and, and that sort of thing and asking them questions. It would be, before we came, we our teacher we were replacing emailed us and they were very helpful, these teachers were, but now Did that you, they're now, gone. Now, this, is well, a, this is a difficult question because you really want you to be honest, but did was it an email, this is your class, thanks, bye? Or, or was it actual conversation? It, did they, did... When right. I came in, I had a lot of trouble getting people to who were already you. here to tell me what was what going on. What was expected on. of you, right? And, and I'm like, okay, so what is this English one? They're like, what does well, it mean? it's an English yeah. class, and it's one. And it's and one, <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, well, I got that from the name, thanks, I but know. what does that mean? It means Eggs. it's not two. Right. Right. <laughs> so, and I mean, it's not Swahili. Were, were they, yeah, were they, were they able to tell you like what they were doing in the right. class and, and stuff? Good question. With a lot of prodding and, and, and questions posed, but I think my individual was really helpful, but I think that nothing beyond that. I had to really extract information from this person in order mm. to get the information. I had to do a lot of asking and asking the same question in all different ways to get one piece of information. And, and even now, I'm still a little bit in the dark as far as what like the example you gave, right, the right. level, yeah, and and so on. So. Well, were you surprised to actually receive an email from the departing teacher in the first place telling you some information? Or? I don't remember how it was. I don't remember if, if if our director gave us the name of this person and I contacted this person or if this person contacted me. Then. I can't remember. Did, did but, the teachers that you're taking that, mm. those classes from, did they get a hold of you before you came here at all? 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I sent each of them an email to ask them about yeah, about the classes. Fun. They were good. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they were really helpful. And I was we're really, so no, I was really I mean, surprised. <laughs> I was really surprised the level of detail, actually, that the emails went into mm-hmm. about oh, really? the class, the procedures, students, and, wow. and they were quite in depth, I thought. Mm, I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting that because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it's the end of semester, people are busy. But it was really helpful. Huh. My person was really inviting, said, any questions you have, let me know. So they were great in that area, but not, I didn't get but a lot of detail. Yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. I had to work for it. Exactly. Yeah. And even when I didn't know what questions to ask, and even when I had asked the questions, you know, over email, things that are misunderstood, and I still find, in the end, I didn't get what I wanted, but mm-hmm. well, <laughs> let's let's go a little back in history, um, and and again for those listening, a lot of universities in Japan, um, one of the greatest things is they hire well in advance. Yeah, it's not just uh, hiring two or three months before the semester begins. Uh, I know Kansakai tries to do it a year in advance. Mm. So when were y'all actually hired for this job? Mm. Yeah, it was the beginning of spring last year. For me, it was. So about six, six months. Yeah, okay. I guess so. A little over six months, I'd say. Yeah. February, I, March, Marchish. Yeah, I think around then. Mm, same for me. And then, how long did it take for you to hear from the um, administration or uh, the teachers? I, I guess um, our director did send you the emails. Mm-hmm. So when, how long did that take? Didn't take very long. After I got the email about the contract, it was not that long. The director sent an email to me saying, this is the information I'm going to give you, and this is when you're going to get it. And anything else you need, you know, you can email me. For me, it took a couple months. I think I, what did I say, March? Mm-hmm. The contract was mailed over. And I signed my life away. <laughs> and then <laughs> two months later, because I remember communicating with my person that I inherited uh-huh. the class from right. um, in June. Oh, so right. two to three months later. Okay. And so... The, yeah, the wow. same. It's the, no, it's the same. The actual conversation with the teachers was more towards the end of the semester okay. here. So it's okay. probably about the same time. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know, we were communicating with other people, I think. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys have each other's email, any way to get in touch with other new people? No. No, uh-uh. I didn't meet, no. we didn't meet each other until we arrived here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty much standard. I think yeah. um, two of the professors did get in touch with each other um, mm-hmm. just because they were on the same plane flying over. So oh. I think the director <laughs> that would be me. So what are you that. doing? I'm going to go work at this school. Oh really? Me too. <laughs> What's your office number? Oh, we're next door neighbors. <laughs> so I think they but that's a rare thing. I think mm-hmm. most people I didn't know any of the uh, four people that I came in with. I didn't know any I knew up, of yeah. actually I knew my apartment or not my apartment, my office mate just because we happened to graduate from the same school mm. and we had a mutual friend. I hadn't known him before, but I was introduced to him. Say, oh yeah, my buddy is going and then Tracy. Then I was introduced to Tracy. And so I got to talk to Tracy a little bit before mm. we came, but not not a whole lot. Okay. So 
So, so if you're going into a new program, that might be something to look for. If the institution is not forthcoming in information, email the director, email your boss, ask for emails of veteran teachers so mm -hmm. that you can find out mm -hmm. about the program. Yeah. Um, it, that might be a wise thing to do before you sign the contract to see I what agree. kind of morale yeah. is going I on. Agree. Uh, mm -hmm. Try to Google the, the um, universities or places that you're going to, or thinking about working. Yeah, and, and I did that, and I got the website here. And But your first point is a very good one. And that's where I was felt lacking the most, is talking to our future colleagues, people who've already mm -hmm. established themselves here. I would have liked to have picked their brains a bit and in terms of my own preparation and so on. Mm -hmm. So had had you guys heard of the school before you had applied or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, I had heard of it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. yeah. How so? How um I all I was uh, seeing the advertisement before. Was it on TESOL? <laughs> on TESOL, yeah. I oh, right. it's okay. placed there I think every semester or every year wow. so yeah. so I kept running into it and I kept thinking mm, it sounds interesting so that's how I knew about it a lot of teachers are running away but <laughs> no, if no. our program <laughs> has 40 teachers and there's always yeah. people coming Likely up to on be. the end of their mm -hmm. tenure so. yeah mm -hmm. that and um, over the past couple of years since I've came the when I got here the program was uh, my group was the largest up until that point and you guys came in with 12, right? Right. Mm. Yeah, we came in with eight. And when I so came we in, busted what, your record. Ago, yeah, you yeah. guys okay. smashed it. But they had no idea what to do with us. And and we brought, totally, we brought the program up to 35. Hmm. So yeah. in the last two and a half, three years, they've expanded again and up wow. to 40. So, I mean, it's not, we're, we have ads in just because the program is getting bigger. Right. And we hmm. need more staff, mm -hmm. so not because people are like, Turnover. I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> there haven't been midnight runs <laughs> in, a, in a long time. So. And also, I think uh, it's really well known because of the Asian Studies program. Yeah. So um, there is a Japanese program at Bowling Green. So I, yeah. I kind of heard about it in that context, too. Yeah. And you hmm. still came here. And I still came here. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> um, so... Have any any um any advice or uh, warnings for people who are changing jobs or things to that nature? People who are in you uh, would be in your position. Would you give them have any advice for them or? Well, I would echo what you said earlier, Scott Duarte. <laughs> 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 um, to really check out the institution in which you want to work beforehand. In our case, we're at a great place, but you know, overseas placements are sometimes mm -hmm. iffy and a bit dodgy. So mm -hmm. do as much research as you can on your own and really network with people who have already established themselves in that place just to make sure you know what you're getting into. And that's what I would say. Mary, anything? Yeah. Get some information, good information before you go. I think there's always a way to find some connection into the place to talk to people and get the information that you need. Like you mentioned about morale, I think that's really important because even though a school can appear to be really 
wonderful, its programs are good. If the morale is low or if there's some kind of problem with the staff, maybe if you had some contact with people, they could alert you in some way. Right, right. In but some even, way. Even if it's just sideways. A very like subtle. Like, don't, 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 yeah, a very subtle way, you know, even I think that that you can get a hold of that kind of information as well, even if it's very subtle. So, um, yes, information is the key. I would think also, um, if the institution's unwilling to give you email addresses, That's a big that one. should be a, a red flag. Yeah. But um, if you're going to just like language schools or something, Look on Dave's ESL Cafe. I think that's www.eslcafe.com. And they have gray list for Korea and blacklist mm -hmm. where they have uh, basically you can uh, yell about wherever you're working and warn others about the pitfalls of joining that uh, employer. Yeah. And they have a big section, they have a, a whole section dedicated to Korea. Mm -hmm. which also includes universities. Usually mm -hmm. universities are better, mm -hmm. but not always. Not always. Um, um, I, got, I have one other question that I thought of, and I was looking for my feed, and I couldn't find it. Um, when you were looking for this job, <clears throat> where did you look? Where did, where, did, where did you find the ad, and what other sources did you use in the job hunt? I used Dave's ESL Cafe, an old standby, and I have found overseas employment through Dave's as well, and it's it's been good in my experience. But where I found, so I looked there, and I also looked on Tiesel, and yeah, that's where I found stuff. this place being okay. advertised. Yeah. Okay. Mm, same. Same. Mm -hmm. Dave's and, and Tiesel. Yes. Mm. Did you look at any other Did, and, yeah. places, or have you used any, or have you used any that you wouldn't recommend? No. no. No, I just have used those two. Okay. I don't know of any others. www.hireedjobs.com is a good one. Is mm -hmm. that the Chronicle? No, 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 okay. no, no. And so they have, it, it's all adult learning and higher education jobs. Oh, nice. Um, also, uh, oh, the one that Chronicle would... of Higher Education, yeah. mm -hmm. which is www.chronicle.com, I think. Chronicle.com. Mm -hmm. And that you have to... I think sometimes they charge you for it. Um, they charge you to be a member if you want to put an ad up, say I'm looking for a job. Um, and you can subscribe to the site, but you can search the job listings for free. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so they give a lot of, and that's usually, all of those places are very respectable. Mm -hmm. Dave's, which, which I surfed all the time uh, when I was at the lower end of the spectrum, working for institutes and things like that. You have to be you have to do your homework a little more. Yeah. You have to pick and choose. Exactly. Choose a filter. What they do. Exactly. Cool. Well, um, my email address is S C O T T at E D G Y C A T I O N uh, dot org. Scott at education dot org. And and mine is Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E at education.org also. So uh, please send us an email. Let us know what you think. Um, the forums are up. They are running. Um, and before I put this show up, I will have a new uh, feed button on the site to uh, be able to subscribe to this podcast from EDUTSAL, or from the education.org site. Uh, so please come and click, sign up. Come visit the forums. Tell, let us know what you think. 
you have any other suggestions for people starting the job hunt or going into a new um, employment opportunity, then email us those and we'll get those up on the website and announce them on the next show. Yep. Thanks again. Thank you very much for coming, ladies. Appreciate having you. Thank you both. Thank you. And we'll see you all next time. Take care, everybody.